Grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The basis for our message today is from the book of Genesis, beginning in Genesis chapter 6. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make rooms in it, and coat it with pitch inside and out. The Lord then said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and your whole family. In the 600th year of Noah's life, on the 17th day of the second month, on that day, all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of the heavens were opened, and rain fell on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out, People and animals and the creatures that move along the ground and the birds were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left and those with him in the ark. By the first day of the first month of Noah's 601st year, the water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. By the 27th day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. Then God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring out every kind of living creature that is with you, the birds, the animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground, so they can multiply on the earth and be fruitful and increase in number on it. So Noah came out, together with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives, all the animals and all the creatures that move along the ground and all the birds. Everything that moves on the land came out of the ark, one kind after another. This is the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, dear friends, at the moment you hear these words, you will recognize that at this time, there is certainly one thing on everyone's mind. Call it what you will. Pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19, Chinese flu. Am I going to get it? What age group is most at risk? How long am I going to be quarantined? How many new cases are there? Social distancing, shelter in place. You know all the buzzwords. What can you compare this to? The Spanish flu of 1918, the Black Plague of the 1500s, swine flu. The other day, my wife and I secluded and quarantined and isolated at home. My wife said, aren't there a lot of seeming parallels with the pandemic and Noah's Ark? I thought, what a permanent, timely suggestion for a message. So let's look at some of these parallels. The universal flood covered the whole planet. The pandemic 
covers the whole world. No nation is exempt. Just think of it, in Noah's day, the whole world was so godless <clears throat> that God destroyed all people except Noah and his family. You know the story. God instructed Noah to build this big wooden ship. He gave him exact specifications. The animals came two by two. The floodwaters came and covered even the highest mountains by 20 feet, and everyone died. That raises some parallel questions and thoughts for us. Do you think that Noah possibly asked, when is this going to end? How long is it going to rain? Finally, 40 days, and the rain ended. And it was 150 days, and the water began to go down. For us, have you asked yourself, when is this going to end? How long are we going to be in danger? What about our economy? What about the loss of jobs? How long are the grocery stores going to be with the shelves empty? You know, there were times in Holy Scripture when God's people cried out, Lord, how long? How long are you going to wait to help us? How long is this going to last? God's answer was always, patience, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you always. The Lord is my strength and my shield. But we are waiting for it to end. But is that all that we are waiting for? Luke 21 he replied, watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name claiming, I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven. You see, besides waiting for an end to all of this, we are also waiting patiently for our Lord's return. And he gives us many indications in Holy Scripture, as I just read, that the end is near. You know, this time of quarantine gives us an opportunity to prepare ourselves for his return. We can look quietly into Scripture, undisturbed, while we are waiting. While waiting, think of Noah. What did he do while he was waiting? How long are we going to be in isolation? How long are we going to be quarantined? Noah and his family were cooped up for one whole year. What did he do for toilet paper? What did he do for hand sanitizer? For fresh water? And it certainly must have smelled like a zoo in there. Yet God preserved them. While in quarantine, think of Noah in the ark for one whole year. 
And then there's the doubt and worry. We've never experienced anything like this before. Is this the end of the world? God saved Noah, and humanity began again. The current pandemic is not the end. The world will not end because of climate change. It will not end by nuclear disaster. It will not end because of disease. God promised Noah after the flood, as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. As long as the planet stands, there will be change of seasons, planting and harvesting day and night, and they will not cease. It will all cease at our Lord's return, and it's all going to end by fire, but never fear. At our Lord's return, we as the children of God will simply look up because our redemption is drawing near. And then there's the question, why is this happening? Who is to blame? The Chinese? The American government? The health care delivery system? Has our nation become so godless that God is chastening us? Should we blame God? Job tried to figure out why he was suffering. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. He said, Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set, or who laid its cornerstone while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? The Lord said to Job, Will the one who contends with the Almighty correct him? Let him who accuses God answer him. Then Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. You ask, who is this that obscures my plans without knowledge? Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. You see, when everything is all said and done, God is God and you are not. But be assured, everything he does is always for the benefit of his bride, his chosen ones, his children. Ah, that would be you and me. Romans 8, we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So, how long? When is this all going to come to an end? I don't know, days, months? For Noah, it was 40 days. A month and 10 days. How long are we going to be quarantined? I don't know. For Noah, it was one year inside that smelly ark. Is this the end of the world? 
It wasn't for Noah. And the end for us is not going to come by way of pestilence. Second Peter, you ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Never fear, all by fire, but never fear. Simply lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Why is this happening? Why? It's all by the grace of God in the interest of his church. Noah and his family, safe in the midst of the surrounding catastrophe. You, completely safe in isolation, in quarantine, safe in the ark of God's love. God showed his greatest love supremely in providing the ultimate vaccine against death. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Sin of doubt and of worry and of impatience. That vaccine, which means a new heaven and a new earth, that means no more pestilence, and that means eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, safe in the ark of God's love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.